Hello and welcome to the Taste Uber Music Podcast. I'm Diana Lynn. After a 40-year career in corporate America, I took a huge U-turn and became a volunteer DJ on 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Since 2010, I've been the host, programmer, and engineer of a weekly Americana Roots music show, The Tasty Brew. With this podcast, I'll be sharing conversations with artists and music industry insiders with the goal of entertaining and educating the listening audience, all while giving a voice to the music makers that are underserved or ignored by mainstream media. Some years ago, I went to Knucklehead's Gospel Lounge to see a song swap with all female songwriters. I was very familiar with the lineup, but for a young woman named Jenna Ray. When that song swap was over, I remembered thinking, this young lady's voice is uniquely suited to country music. But the ease with which she told stories and engaged the audience with a wonderful sense of humor would be the envy of any performer of any genre of music. In the intervening years, Jenna Ray and I have stayed in touch. Despite our 40-year age difference, sharing space and time comes pretty naturally to us. She and her musical and life partner, Martin Farrell Jr., are part and parcel of what makes the Heartland Roots music scene so fresh and so worthy of support. Join me in celebrating my young and talented friend, Jenna Ray. It's so good to be here in person. It just, I love being on the radio. Do you? Yes. I love being on the radio too. It's kind of a solitary exercise, but you just don't know who's listening out there. You know, it can be millions of people listening to us. I don't even care if it's millions of people. I just want, I want people to enjoy what we're doing and and discover these new artists like you and and Martin and take a chance, you know, and take an, an auditory chance on something that you may not have heard before. For those of our listeners that may not know at all, and if not, never heard of Jenna Ray. Where are you from? Let's just give a little 411 thumbnail of your musical background because it's country. That's right. I'm from Merriam, Kansas. My parents still live and now live out in Stoll, Kansas in between Lawrence and Topeka. I live out in the country uh, with my fiance and my dog, Roy. Uh, We have our studio there, Lost Cowgirl Records Studio. Martin produces all of our music. I'm also a registered nurse by day. I work here in Kansas City, make the crazy drive to work a few days a week. I work at KU Med and went to nursing school, Pittsburgh, Kansas, Gorillas. Also play with Unfit Wives. We're a five-piece bluegrass band out of Lawrence. And, so fun. Uh, it's a fun band to be a part of. I still have your calendar from last year up on the wall. I don't want to take it down because those pictures were so great. Oh, we should do another one of those. You know, and I, I'm, one of the things I really admire about you, Jenna Ray, amongst your musical talent is you're always open to and searching for ways to get out the message, you know, whether it's the calendar or the merch that you have that the shot glasses or the little koozies I mean, it's just, you're always thinking. You're always thinking. Do you have a kind of a graphic art side to your brain as well? Martin does more than me. And then I have friends. I actually actually have horrible handwriting. It's kind of... uh, I think think your whole generation does. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm getting married in May and bridal showers and bachelorette party where I'm working on writing. And I'm like, oh, this looks like child's writing. It's also, it's hard on my hand. It's so out of shape of writing. And like as a nurse, everything is all typing. So yeah, I can't 
can't draw or even write my name very well. I've been working on my signature. I've been understanding that uh, my son's getting married soon. His fiance complains about her handwriting as well. And I guess there are people that you can hire to do that for you. Yeah. You know, calligraphers and people that have great handwriting. I just embrace my bad writing. Yeah. One of the things that I think is maybe not totally unique about what you and Martin do, you know, having a recording studio in your living space as well, but taking control of your art and your recording process. Is it six of one and half dozen in the other as far as the cost of having all that equipment in your own house to be able to create what we're going to hear next or go into the studio and have someone else have all the bells and whistles? To us, you know, it's so special that we get to just do it all ourselves. And it's been cool to see. I've been with Martin and working with him, dating him for six years now. And he's gotten so much better at producing. He put so much care and time into it that I just, I almost can't imagine it sounding better from someone who doesn't know me and doesn't know my songs as well as him. So many people do record in their homes now and what you can do is send it off to like get it mastered Mm -hmm. professionally. But Martin even does that and there's question, oh, should we send it off and get it mastered? But you know, I just feel like it's so cool that we get to do it all and that he does it all. While it doesn't cost me anything, it, I mean, he's doing it full time. That's his job. So in a way, it does cost us a lot because time is... Time is money. Time is, time money. is money. Well, without further ado, let's uh, let's take a listen to Day Off Blues. Yes. This is from Country Lo-Fi. This is Jenna Ray here on The Tasty Brew. blues when you're retired like me every day is a day off (laughs) except i'm so busy now it's pretty crazy that's why you got the blues you got the day off but you still got so much to do every day is saturday except for sunday i mean i I don't know what day it is 
And I have to say, so that was a co-write song. Um, I have a friend out in Lawrence named Alan Murphy. He's written a lot of songs. He's written songs with Chuck Mead and I don't know who all else. But I met him out actually at Chuck Mead's show a few years ago. He opened, his band did, and met him. Just wanted to, during the pandemic, you know, just got together with him a few times. And, and he lives in our, in our area. So. He lives in Lawrence. Yeah. And so that song, I wrote some with him, some with Martin. So I thought that was a fun song to put on there. That's a, I've written songs with Martin but this is my first time writing with someone other than Martin. But yeah, he came up with that line, so many dishes piling up in the sink, just need a clean cup so I can get a drink. I love that line, yeah, Alan. That's, that's a good line. I had, you know, I had a thought and it just went, and I think it had to do with Country Lo-Fi. The vibe of this album is very, of course it's country. Your, your voice is one of the most country-sounding voices, you know, a la Kitty Wells, and I know that you hear that all the time, but what, I, don't, I don't get tired of hearing it. You don't get tired of hearing it. I... There's a lot of layers to these recordings. It's pretty hi-fi, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I researched lo-fi a bit to make sure I was calling it the right thing. But the main thing I wanted is, you know, before I've recorded everything to a click track. In this, I wanted to just be live recording. And part of it was, you know, studying Dave Cobb's techniques where he records live. And, you know, there's a lot of belief that recording live, you get the most energy take as opposed to, I mean, both are great. You know, when you record to a click track, you record the guitar and then you put the vocals over it you can just redo it until you get the most perfect line that you want but in a way does that take away the realness and the energy of playing it live so that's what I wanted and this album I just sat down on my birthday weekend in 2021 just played straight through the songs with my guitar and vocals no click track you know if there was any flaws I just let them be unless maybe I redid one or two tracks it's hard to remember now but I just wanted it to have the flaws and in a way that's what I was really into last year I just listened to to live recordings and hearing exactly how someone sounds. Well, I think the authenticity is great. You know, Dave Cobb is the guy in Americana right now. I mean, mm -hmm. he's winning every Grammy and every Americana award. So that is a great template to use because whatever he's doing is definitely working. The Caleb Cottle that I played earlier that, that was done at Cash Cabin, that was done live. And I think as a listener and as a patron, when I go see somebody in person for the first time and they sound different, really different than their recording, that's throws me for a loop. I, I mean, I prefer live or more, you know, an authentic. The click track thing seems like it would drain your energy after the second, third, fourth, fifth take, whatever. Mm -hmm. Gotta see it all. Is that what you wanted to, to play next? Let's I think that's that what one. you're talking yeah. about. What's, what's the story behind that? So, Gotta See It All, This I wrote this when we were headed out to the Manhattan area to see our friends and play with some, with our friends Deliberate Kin, who live out in that area, and we were riding in our bus at the time, so I'm riding backwards in the bus, and it's just about getting out there on the road, and my mom always, you know, we're always going to Colorado in November, and she's like, oh, what if it snows? And so it was kind of a shout out to her, too, because I say, can't predict the weather. This is Gotta See It All, from Country Lo-Fi and Jenna Ray.
standing in line. Gotta say it all. And it's okay if the weather changes. I mean, sometimes it's fun to drive in the bad weather. Adds to it. Backwards in a bus that you used to live in. Yeah, that uh, out on the road again. Sun is shining bright. Cup of coffee in my left hand and the Flint Hills to my right. I love the Flint Hills. Me too. I think that uh, they are very underrated and underappreciated by myself included for the longest time. I just had to drive through them to get to Austin all the time. I just like, Mm -hmm. but it's an amazing part of the geography. We always stop at the... The cattle pens. Yes, at Batfield Green. Yeah. Or the bazaar, probably. Mm -hmm. The bazaar, yeah. The bazaar cattle pens. Well, we were talking off mic a little bit about a recent show that Jenna did where she opened for Molly Tuttle at the Bottleneck in Lawrence. And I was at that show, and it was really, really well received. You know, I think a lot of the folks that were there, of course, were there to see Molly. It was was crowded, and uh, we're pleasantly surprised by uh, Jenna and Martin. Tell the folks how that came to be, that you played that show. Well, I saw she was coming and I immediately reached out to everybody that was involved with the show, including Molly and her manager. I was like, I want to open this show. I love Molly. And I've met her at Winfield and several times. And I love her guitar playing. I've listened to all of her interviews. And she's just, you know, as far as, I mean, she's one of the best, but also just being a woman guitar picker to me, she's been a big inspiration. And I love her voice. She has a new album out as well, out on April 1st, which I thought was so sweet. That Serendipitous we were, that yes. you were on the same day. So yeah. Yeah, the show went great and you know Winfield is where Martin and I met and where Molly has played and there's just so many it was just like a big reunion seeing so many people there and then yesterday we find out that I got an album review from this place called The Outsider and it was there right next to Molly she's the cover photo for the article but I'm you know a few paragraphs down they give a really good review of country lo-fi so it's been pretty exciting until like she's one of my heroes and now we're kind of been associated together twice now. Well see and so a word to those of you out there that are thinking that that's not going to work it may not work but unless you ask it's like anything else you're never you're never going to know and I and I think it's helpful to know that you took the initiative to do that and it and it turned out well and you have worked really hard and so anybody that's going to kind of check you out you know the content is out there let's talk a little bit about lost cowgirl records and you know one sheets and all that Mm -hmm. stuff the business side of promoting yourself as a local artist or a regional artist in the heartland it's so funny i was saying this the other day like in 2018 when i released working woman your radio show was the only thing i had planned that's and to me i was like yay i'm on the radio with diana lynn i released it on a tuesday which i don't know four years ago that used to be release day. Okay. Tuesday, Tuesday was the day. Okay. So I don't think I even knew that. I just planned it because I knew that you would let me come on your show because I'd <laughs> met you at Folk Alliance and we'd become friends. And so, yeah, I released the album and I, what was your, was 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. we had to be here? Well, I was on from 6 to 8 and I usually had folks on in the 7 a.m. hour. I mean, I pushed it as late as I could for people, you know, because mm-hmm. it was so early. So I'm sure it was probably seven that you actually went on the air but i mean to me i was that's all i knew but it was great and then i think you invited me over to your house and you're like now here's a one pager and you show me a one pager and yeah the one pager is a game changer because the one sheet Mm -hmm. or whatever press release they're related but they're not necessarily the same i mean the one sheet is something that you use in all of your press relations with whoever it is whether it's a concert promoter or a record label or whatever the press release may have a lot of the same information but it goes to specific outlets. You know, it goes to specific media outlets that you think might be amenable to receiving it, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, the one sheet is something that 
on the 12 or 13 years that I've been on the radio has really evolved into this thing that I really have come to rely on as someone who puts content out there. And some are, are a lot better than others, both in form and in content. But um, when they say that if you can help a journalist, you can do a journalist job by writing all this stuff, Help, I mean, helping them write about you. And Country Lo-Fi, it's, it's kind of uh, been easy for people to write about. I think part of it was my one pager, which I appreciate your help on. I sent it to Diana and Danny before I sent it to everyone else. I said, would you mind kind of looking over this? And you guys help me. Yeah, it's we Sim- get, we get simplify that a lot. it. Yeah. So thank you to you guys in the Heartland Song Network. I felt like I could send it to anybody in the Heartland Song Network and someone would look over it and help me out. And yeah, it's it's hard to write about yourself. So I think that's with Lost Cargo Records. I love I love writing. I've always loved writing, not just like songs and poetry, but just stories and reviews, articles. I mean, I haven't done a lot of that, but it's been fun helping write bios for people, one pagers for the artists that I've worked with. And it just you basically write whatever you want them to talk about and then they know what to ask you and what to say so it's interesting for someone who gets you know a lot of them some of the adjectives that people come up with to describe what they sound like or who they may be analogous to and then you listen and go they don't sound anything like are you paying somebody 50 bucks to write this for you because they don't know you this is just not right but it is has become a very necessary part of the process for an independent generative artist that's in whatever genre of music if you're going out to radio or you're wanting to be considered by a house concert promoter or a festival promoter that you've got these kind of tools in your toolkit and if you don't have the skill set to be able to do it yourself you need to have somebody in your camp you know that can do it for you your mom or your significant other or somebody, a fan. Uh, what would you like to play next from Country Lo-Fi, Jenna Ray? Well, do you have any favorites that you want to play? Dandelions Dancing and Friend in High Places. Uh-huh. Uh, I like Dr. Jesus. I was thinking Dr. Jesus. Thinking Dr. I don't Jesus? know if this one hasn't been played on the radio yet. I it don't think. Okay, so. well, let's, let's talk about Dr. Jesus Nurse, yes. Jenna Ray. Um, I wrote this song... When I was on my way home from work, obviously scared in 2020, I questioned putting it on here because in a way it's like, ah, I don't want to go back to that time. But, you know, it's a hopeful song. Yeah. Dr. Jesus. This is uh, Dr. Jesus off of Country Lo-Fi, a brand new album released by Jenna Ray, who's my guest today. I'm just so happy for you. I think that this is just one of many great things that's going to happen as a result of this record, the attention that you're getting from the press and all. It's very authentic sounding and it's and it sounds good in the headphones. Thank this you. is Dr. Jesus from Country Lo-Fi. Stay. 
Jesus, the radio broadcast <laughs> premiere. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Jesus. All things Generay. Let's talk about upcoming shows, how to contact you on the web, the socials, all that good stuff. So Kansas City, we do have some upcoming shows. I don't have an album release show planned yet. Um, like I said, I'm getting married in May, so I'm just going to release the album hey, and let it be. Let's and then have maybe the this... reception, the CD release, the <laughs> album release show. We've already talked about, should we set up like a merch table at the wedding? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. That's just, <laughs> that's just me. Um, have it available if somebody asks. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, we do. Okay. Next Saturday, we're going to be at the Nighthawk, Jenna and Martin Band. I haven't um, been there yet. I'm anxious to check that place yeah, out. Yeah. I'm excited, too. I actually, I'm going to go there this weekend and just see some music. Uh, Lorna Kay's One Night Stand is going to be there. Love her um, on Saturday. So uh, there's that. And then in the Unfit Wives, I was just talking, uh, my bluegrass band is going to be with the Shapiro Brothers Trio on April 22nd at the Black Box Theater. So I'm excited for those upcoming KC shows. Haven't played at either of those venues before. And then April 23rd, um, Moscow Girl Records is putting on a little festival, um, Earth Day Fest with Americana Music Academy. And it's actually a fundraiser for American Kind of music academy to get them a wheelchair ramp and that's in lawrence that's in lawrence right it's on massachusetts be, um at trevetti wine is where the uh, show will be so there's um alexa dawson the match sellers jenna and martin band and tyler gregory at that so cool that's the next couple of weeks what, i'm excited what day is that april 23rd yep saturday april 23rd unfit wives who's in that band with you right now so who's that is shannon o'shea on fiddle uh, kaylin mitchell on bass Monica Greenwood on mandolin and Reagan Zagan on banjo, who's our newest member. So we need to get in the studio and get our another album with that band now that we have a banjo player. So hopefully we have time maybe this fall or winter to do that. Lost Cow Girl Records is a project that you have with Martin. Who are some of the artists that are on Lost Cow that you're working with on Lost yeah, Cow? We do a lot of different stuff with Lost Cow Girl Records. You know, we've had the room at Folk Alliance and hosted different stages before. Then we have our YouTube channel where we record single mic videos for people, and then we've recorded full albums um, for unfit wives lily b moonflower we helped release alexa dawson's music is medicine we didn't produce that but we did do a single with her called new song and she's got a new another song um, coming out later this year that we produced and then we also produced a few songs for julie bennett hume several years ago um so yeah you can check out all of that music at thelostcowgirl.com as well as our youtube channel and Jenna Ray Music. Jenna Ray Music.com is my website. And then um, we've also released an album by Jenna and Martin called Cosmic Western Duets a few years ago. The schedule, you gave us a schedule for the next couple of weeks or so. What's the long term look like? Let's say for the next, a year from now. What do you think? You're going to be married. Mm-hmm. Going to have another record out? Are you going to tour? What do you think the next year looks like? I think we'll probably be working on Unfit Wives record and a, probably a second Jenna and Martin record. So we're trying to just go down the list and see who's next up or a record. Yeah, it's hard to say what's next for Lost Cowgirl Records. It's just been so busy. We've been learning so much about how to do this and it's been nice to just work on my own record right now and not be pushing anybody else's record. When it's my own, I don't have as much stress because whatever happens, happens. Whenever you're working with other people, there's so much pressure and stress to make things happen for them and it's been a nice little break to just be, you know, working on my own right now. So we'll see what happens next. You know, all these 
people that we keep meeting and the folks that we've met through Folk Alliance has helped us all so much and just looking forward to see what happens. Well, you know, one of the things that I'm personally working on is to try to create a, uh, an atmosphere or an ecosystem, as it were, that you all can stay here. You know, that you can survive and thrive and not have to go out on the road. I mean, if you want to go out for a couple of hours in one direction or whatever, but I I want folks like Jenna and Martin to stay here in the heartland and not feel like you have to move to Nashville or L.A. or New York or Asheville or, you know, wherever, that you get the tools that you need and the access to media that you need to be able to survive and thrive right here. Do you like to collaborate? Is that something that you like to do? Yeah, I love doing that. And, you know, I was doing my Lost Cowgirl Records songwriter rounds for several months. I mean, I've done a lot of them over the past few years. And, like, we were just talking about not playing in places with TVs and bars. I'm kind of reassessing right now, you know, how to keep going and how to just... I guess step everything up and keep playing better places and more listening environments. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we're always reassessing on how to make our music career better. It's I've gotten to where I don't want to play just certain gigs, mm-hmm. certain places, and I want to release music videos and just have more content to put out. You know, you could play every night of the week, but if you release a really good video online and promote it, you can get more audience than what you would play for in two years of playing out. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to be smart about things. and It's hard to figure out how to monetize all that stuff. Do, have you had a particular mentor, either on the production side of things or the performance side of things, that you feel like you can call upon to to help you if you get stuck? Oh, I have so many mentors. I have a song about that and I can't think of what it is. You know, for a while I did think that I was like, oh, there's nobody like me doing what I'm doing. Like, I want a mentor. And then I realized I do have mentors in different areas. Like, my songwriting mentor is that Alan Murphy. Mm-hmm. And um, my record label mentor, I would say, is uh, Patrick Sprahe from mm-hmm. Center Cut. You know, I've talked to him about so many things. And you're one of my mentors, too. Helped me with the one-pagers. My mom is a mentor in her own way. She's a drummer and good musician herself. So, yeah, I have a lot of mentors. Oh, I have a friend, Damaris Kunkler, who I say is one of my mentors. She's just amazing person, songwriter, and just a fun person to play with. So I could go on and on about my mentors. I do feel like I have a lot, and I'm really grateful for that. But in, in a way, it took me a while to realize they were my mentor because we're different. But, you know, I know who to call upon when I need advice about certain things. Well, here's the thing. You're a mentor in training yourself. It's If, if it hasn't already happened, it, it will. I mean, you are going to start being called upon because you are out there trying, you know, and, and you are open to input and mm-hmm. content so it'll happen you're still a very very young person and so it, it'll just keep doing it just keep doing thank it thank you um i'd like to play one more song from the record before we get out of here but i can't decide so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you decide i think i want to do change this nation change this. that one's been kind of surprising me i don't play it out much this is one that i wrote back when there was the black lives matter movement there was the day that we were all quiet on social media and let minority voices um, have the platform. And I remember seeing on the news, you know, people were asking, I think it was the Missouri governor, just kind of like, what are we going to do about this? And not saying anything bad about him. But his response was, oh, we have to teach our children to be more accepting. And while I appreciate that answer, I was just thinking, like, let's not teach our children. Let's all be better. Just accept that we need to be better and do better. So this song kind of came from that time and just um, different things I was hearing. Well, you're in the thick of it, 
and we are looking to your generation to write songs like this to be kind of the the place mark or the the placeholder for what's happening that's how this works you know in my generation it was folks like crosby stills and nash and and emmy lou and, and just you know i appreciate it i was talking to alexa dawson driving out to springfield and i was li- we were listening to the album together for the first time and she was saying she liked that i put change this nation and dr jesus on there which for me in a way like those songs kind of make me sad it just reminds me of just that time and how crazy everything that was. there was a need to even write a song like that right you know? but she was just you know so supportive saying that you know it's important to have these songs and to have them on your album that you release now, well it so. can't all be songs about whiskey and hockey talking and dandelions you know it, that's true it's that's what is so great about this record There's yeah. a little bit of everything well my guest this morning it's still morning for a few more minutes has been jenna ray from stull kansas she and her partner soon to be husband martin farrell jr have a duo and a band jenna and martin but this record is released under her her own name jenna ray and uh, she also is the proprietor and co-founder of lost cowgirl records and a member of a band called unfit wives she'll be playing all around town including the black box and the nighthawk and you can find her on all the social media platforms and on the web as well is it jenna ray music is yep jenna ray music jenna ray music all right this is change this nation Thank you, Jen Ray. Thank you for having me. In this life 